0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Talk with ARMY, where we discuss the good, the bad, and ugly sides on Twitter. I'm your co-host, Delilah.
1: And I'm your co-host, Daisy.
0: And today we are talking about discourse revolving big accounts versus small accounts.
1: Yeah, I feel like this is kind of like an... In- almost like an underrated type of discourse because like we see it happening from time to time but it's not as prevalent as one may think um because mm-hmm. there are a lot of other things that take up like discussion such as things we've discussed in previous episodes so i feel like this might be a more laid back episode where we can kind of just like talk i don't really think there's like a proper aim per se but you know we would like to you know give advice on you know said discourse and you know things within it. So, let's get started. I feel
0: like, yeah, I feel like this especially affects people that are new to Twitter or the stay in Twitter culture. Um, Yeah. Because, like, if you've been here for a while, like, this discourse is, like, you're kind of, like, over it. Yeah. But for, like, people that are, like, new, this is probably something that might be relevant to them.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, for new people, like, obviously because Twitter is hard to navigate when you're new. Um, I know because I was once that person where like when I was coming in uh, as a new army, I wasn't really sure who to follow, like what to do. Like there were points in time I didn't even understand like the basic formatting of Twitter. It took me forever to figure out how to make a thread. So yeah, I can vouch for how confusing it might be.
0: And by the way, um, if me and Daisy are a little bit tired or slow this episode, I just want to know that the day this is recorded, it's November 4th, Mm -hmm. which is the day after voting in the United States presidential election, and we're still waiting to see who our president is, so... Yeah. we're a little exhausted.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's been stressful, and men
0: very stressful. I've been
1: looking at state to state results since yesterday. Didn't go to bed till like maybe two a.m. So, uh, yeah, if if we sound tired, it's because we are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, please bear with us. Like it's crazy. By the time this episode comes out, we will have um, a president, hopefully President Biden, but we. Me- We'll see. Let's let's see. I, I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. I'm
1: telling you. Fingers crossed. Let's hope for the best. So, this is
0: going to be a decompressing episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. So basic definitions. I mean, I know we start off with like definitions all the time. But I mean, just for anybody who might not really be aware of such lingo, or maybe if English isn't even your first language, this might be helpful for you to know. So big accounts and small accounts, um, pretty simple definitions. When we refer to those terms, it just means like a big account is somebody who has a big following and a smaller account is someone who has a small following. Um, And that can really be subjective depending on what you consider as big or small. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, because like sometimes um, I'll see an account refer to themselves as a small account but they'll have, like, 6,000 followers in my (laughs) head. I'm, like, I don't think that you're a small account.
1: Yeah, like, I consider, like, small accounts to be, like, maybe 500 and under or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, I didn't necessarily consider myself a big account, like, once I got to, like, 1K, but, like... I didn't necessarily consider myself a small account either. It's like kind of like a spectrum rather than like black or white, big or small account. There's no set number for what constitutes as big or small.
0: And I know, um, I think it's great that it's the two of us hosting this because you are what is considered a big account and I am what is considered a small account. So I think it's great that we have that balance there
1: yeah so different perspectives on everything, which is good because you know we always need balance
0: yeah I don't know how many your your followers seem to change every day, so I don't know how many followers you have now <laughs> is it still is it still um what like thirteen thousand something
1: it's hold on, let me look now um according to my account, I currently have thirteen thousand 351. Wow. <laughs> this sounds so shameless. Oh my God, man. <laughs>
0: no, no, it's fine. But you may have 13,000, okay, Daisy? But listen to this. <laughs> I have 306.
1: Wow. <laughs> Yay, me.
0: <laughs> I literally just hit 300, like. Maybe, like, last week.
1: (laughs) Ooh, congrats.
0: Thanks. I mean, I don't, even though, like, I interact a lot on the timeline, I'm not, like, really one to, like, make threads or anything. So it kind of makes sense that I would be a small account. But there, you know, it's not always, you know, good to be a big account. So I'm kind of happy in my current little bubble.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like there's always pros and cons about both sides. Like people idolize like one side or the other. And I'm like, there's always issues with both. There's always like benefits with both. So it's like, let's not put one over the other. Like big accounts aren't better than small accounts and vice versa. Um, And like in terms of following, like obviously like Delilah said that, um, you know, you tend to get bigger um, in terms of Twitter presence when you, I guess, focus your account on something. Because obviously, if you look to a lot of big ARMY accounts on Twitter, you'll see that they all have a specific purpose with their account. So for example, take, I don't know, like Research BTS. like their main focus is creating like analytical maps for us to look at trends and how popular they are within ARMY Twitter. And you know where exactly people are tweeting about specific things around the world, or you could look at one in an army, where you know obviously they have like all the charity projects that they help boost and organize. Um, so like the more you focus your account on a specific thing, the more your followers tend to increase. So like obviously like if you don't want to become a big account, um, naturally you're going to avoid making your Twitter account known for something if that makes sense
0: it also um helps if you have like a unique personality because like that's what I would classify someone like Shooky tweets under
1: oh yes um, Awa everybody loves her
0: (laughs) yep as if you have like a really fun personality then people are definitely going to gravitate towards that um Am, am I saying am I did I just say I don't have a fun personality? <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're amazing. It's just that like obviously some people like wanna stay small and like that's totally cool. Some of the most unique people I know have like smaller accounts.
0: Mm-hmm. But like honestly, I remember um when I first got onto Twitter, it was everyone was like always talking down on big accounts and they were like small accounts are where it's at because it's just you and a close friend you know goofing off on the timeline and like it's just you and your own little bubble and like small accounts are where it's at well like big accounts just steal from small accounts and like no one wants to be a big account but like mm. now I'm like I really don't care um <laughs> Like, if I'm gonna follow account, I just see what they tweet. And then if they have a large following, then they do. And if they don't, then they don't kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of the same. Because especially nowadays where I avoid following a lot of people because it's like, again, we were talking about this in episode three, how like... You know, people who were ragging on big accounts for having skinny ratios, they were actually ahead of their time because I don't want my timeline to be so cluttered because I'm following so many different people, some of which who I don't even know why I'm following them. So, like... I know. I can't believe... Because, like, when I first was
0: on Twitter, I was like, yeah, what, what? why are big accounts acting so much holier than thou? But they're really not. Um, honestly, I think... Sometimes people get really weird about um, ratios. Mm. But if a big account doesn't want to follow back a lot of people, honestly, I think it makes sense because once you're a big account, you already have so many notifications, you're getting so Mm. many DMs, like, that's already cluttered. And then plus, you're going to be missing things because if you follow back so many people, then your timeline is just going to be messy, like... I feel like once you're a big account, you just use, like, your timeline to look at the most important stuff.
1: Yeah, so I don't blame them, and it's, like, at the same time as well, like, people aren't obligated to follow anybody back, so, you know, I don't blame them for, like, not following everybody back, because, like, there are some people who are just plain mean about it, where it's like, oh, you know, like, so many people follow them, but they don't follow that many people back, like, that's so disrespectful, I'm like, no, it's not it's really and not
0: like it's like it's not that deep um and like now like now it's gotten to a point where I see it's because I've only been on I've had my Stan Twitter account for like two years now mm. um yeah almost two years because I made it December 2018 so now what I see is it's like small accounts that like are people say small accounts just want clout and they're always like begging for attention and it's like oh why does so and so get likes and not me um because like I see this a lot where like two people will tweet like a similar idea Mm -hmm. and then the small account will be like oh they totally stole from me but like there are so many armies on here like it's not unless it's like they stole the exact same picture and same caption it's Mm -hmm. very possible we had that we had the same idea you know
1: (laughs) yeah that actually happened to me once and I was like oh my
0: god I remember that and I was like Daisy's the last person that would just like steal someone's tweet
1: (laughs) yeah because for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about basically what had happened was was it this year it's been so long I'm not actually sure when it happened but so it, it might, might have been be earlier this year. year or, like, late last year. But basically what had happened was I had, like, just finished watching a reaction video of, like, um, these guys. They were reacting to uh, Bebse. And so then, like, I was thinking about, like, I had this idea and I tweeted it out. And I was like, if you think about it, like, Bebse is kind of like BTS's version of OK Boomer. And, you know, because that was back when, like, OK Boomer was, like, the go-to mm-hmm. cop on Twitter and so then that got a lot of likes. I think it got up to, like, maybe 20 or 30K or something. But oh, then, really? Yeah, I think so. And then it, if it wasn't that, it might have been, like, 16, 17K. I don't actually remember how many likes it like, got. I just remember it got, like, a lot. And, mm-hmm. like, there was this account that was smaller. I think they had, like, maybe, maybe like, 2,000 uh, followers at that point and basically they had accused me of plagiarizing their tweet because um, they said that I did it like copy their tweet quote-unquote word for word when if you looked at my tweet and what they said it was not word for word I don't think they actually knew what word for word no it wasn't
0: word for word
1: (laughs) and so like people were calling them out on it and I was like I've literally never stolen a tweet before. And like on top of that, I was showing them like some armies were even coming forward with screenshots of them saying the similar things. But before like me or that person had even said it, which means that her idea wasn't even original in the first place. And even if it happened to be that I had stolen her tweet, her tweet was not something that like no one had ever said before.
0: Exactly. It was like it's a meme that's going on. At the time so like lots of people are gonna have um similar ideas and stuff like for example um it's not like my tweet blew up or anything but I was like oh my gosh I have an idea with like the concept pictures and stuff I want to see armies curate their own rooms mm-hmm. and then it turns out um that someone had already started a hashtag for it and I wasn't aware of it and so I saw that and I was like oh it's cool there's already a hashtag mm. cool so like that's just an example of how like of course people are gonna have the same idea. Yeah, like it's such a big fandom. Yeah, like thirty million people alone,
1: and you yeah. think that no one is going to have like the same ideas, that's very unrealistic.
0: What what audacity do you have to think your thoughts are <laughs> so special and unique on an app with millions and millions of people? <laughs>
1: yeah it's like me there are so many thoughts especially like when i'm doing theories because when i try and theorize theorize on like bts stuff and like the storyline i feel so embarrassed because it's like i know that somebody's probably thought of this as well um because Mm -hmm. there's so many theorist armies and obviously like we have the whole army theory account that's like that really big account that's dedicated to making really good theories so i was like even when i'm tweeting them out i'm aware that like somebody has probably either had the same thought or they've already tweeted this but like mm-hmm. I never go around like side-eyeing people for having like similar wording to what I've said because it's understandable that like some things like will just like some people just right. have the same ideas and find now I'm thinking about it this was last year the, that incident happened I was just talking about because they had accused me of it um looking at her tweet and copying off of it. And they showed me a screenshot of when the, they had posted hers. And she had posted hers in like early November. And the tweet that I had made was like three weeks after that. And I'm like, you, first of all, like when I was telling them, I was like, first of all, this has been three weeks later, you really think that I'm going to find something on my timeline from three weeks? You, like,
0: bookmarked their tweet and waited three weeks later to come back to it.
1: Right? And then I was like, second of all, I went to that person's account, the person accusing me, and nobody who was following me followed them. Like, we had zero mutuals. So I'm like, Mm. there's nobody who I follow who's even retweeting what they're tweeting. So I'm like, there's no way that it would have come up on my timeline because none of my mutuals are retweeting. And then I was like, third of all, I was even out of, uh, I was out of state during the time that they had posted that. And I'm like, and when I was out of state, we drove up to Pennsylvania. And so I was like, for virtually like the entire day, I had no internet. So I wasn't even looking at Twitter in the first place. So there's no way I would have ever caught this tweet. And even in the off chance that I did, like, I'm not going to go and copy somebody's tweet. I've never had to copy somebody's tweet before. You, for would, just,
0: you would just retweet it.
1: Yeah, I would have just retweeted it. Because if it's like, there's no point in me tweeting it if somebody else has already said it. That's like the kind of rule I go by for some things. So I was like, this whole thing is just dumb. And then like, because I was a bigger account than them at the time, like they're like, oh, you're sending your minions after me to come harass me. I was like, I didn't say anything. You were the one who made this a scene. But because I have a bigger uh, following, it's my fault.
0: I hate so much with the whole like, people will spread blatantly incorrect information and then when people correct it it's like oh that accounts minions are coming after me and it's like are they really attacking you or are they just telling you to stop embarrassing yourself
1: <laughs> yeah because like people were acting as if i had sent like there were like death threats in her mentions but it was literally like you went into like her replies and there's just people like hey like she didn't plagiarize so, like what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> And so like that's like kind of like the type of stuff that like we were talking about where like earlier on um you know big accounts were shamed a lot because you know they were seen as like bigger because they were like bigger and they had like a more of a reach like people weren't allowing them to do certain stuff for example like respond to like criticism um, if it's unfair, because then because of the fact that their account is so big, more people will see it. And so more people will naturally criticize the person that the big account is criticizing. Um, and just stuff like that, where it's just really hard for them to express themselves without being like, without without being ragged on. And like, and
0: I also hate seeing um, small accounts. Uh, like, I don't know, it just, it looks so i hate to use it as a strong word but it's very pathetic when like people complain that like their tweet didn't get clout
1: yeah like it's like a lot of people will say that they're like on twitter just to like put their thoughts onto the timeline but then get mad when they don't receive clout and it's like I understand that like you want you know people who pay attention to your tweets I understand like because everyone wants engagement naturally. No
0: listen yeah the whole if you do want engagement then your account would be on private and you'd be following a small amount of people. You cannot tweet on Twitter post on Instagram and like be like "Mm, I don't I don't I don't want to engage with people. Like it's it's a social media app. Like engagement is the focus. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. We're vain people. It's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's okay to want engagement, but like acting as if like big accounts are beneath you, but then complaining when you don't get traction on your tweets is quite contradictory and it just it's just very stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's kind of stupid.
0: Agreed. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean, like, um, no, like every big account is, like, pure and never steals tweets and stuff. Because, oh, absolutely yeah, not. That does happen. But I think the whole, um, I avoid big accounts because they're not going to be, like, worth the following or something. I avoid big accounts because blah, 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 blah is kind of stupid.
1: Yeah, because there are a lot of big accounts that are for sure worth the following. You know, some of my favorite um, people on Twitter um, do have big fongs because of the type of content that they produce. A lot of people who are big accounts on Twitter, especially ARMY Twitter, are most likely content producers. So, for example, there are ARMY journalists that I follow that I really enjoy. There are ARMY fan artists. There are ARMY fic writers. There are ARMY YouTubers. And, you know, those types of people do have genuinely good content, and that's why their account is big. Um, A lot of people think that, you know, all those followers are superficial, but they're there for a reason. And it's because they're putting out good content. Obviously, not every big account puts out good content, but the majority of them do. And like a lot of the negatives that people use to sort of generalize big accounts tend to come from like the vocal minority of big accounts who do actually cause problems. For example, like big accounts that are shooter armies, like, you know, that we've talked about in uh, episode, I think it was episode three. Um, Mm -hmm. And then also, you know, big accounts who, I don't know, big accounts who steal tweets, stuff like that. Those are usually a minority. So... You know, to just say that you're avoiding big accounts because of those specific reasons, I think that it makes you miss out on a lot of content.
0: Yeah. And like the next time I see someone be like, "Mm, I avoid big accounts, I'm going to send a screenshot of <laughs> BTS's profile and be like, um, "They have 25 million followers. You are a liar. You clearly like big accounts because <laughs> you're following the biggest." <laughs> not <laughs> you know,
1: only not <laughs> not only are they a big account, but they also have a skinny ratio.
0: <laughs> yeah, look at this ratio. Oh my God! They're following twenty-four. Disgusting. BTS canceled. BTS. (laughs) BTS is over. Party. Hashtag trended.
1: (laughs) Like literally, because if I go, let me see. Let me go to their actual account right now to see what the follower ratio is. They're
0: about to hit twenty-five million.
1: Actually, no. They're at like thirty point four right now.
0: Are they? Oh, I'm on the wrong one. I'm on BTS official, not theirs. If I go to theirs, 30.4, 142 following versus (laughs) 30 million. That's BTS's over party. Get it trending?
1: (laughs) 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 Hashtag big accounts must go.
0: Big accounts must go. Uh, Look at them hoarding all these followers, not sparing a drop of clout. Let me go look at their likes.
1: Oh, they get ridiculous amount of likes. No,
0: no, no. I mean, like, they're like tweets.
1: Oh, see, they're like the tweets? Last
0: see-, see, the last thing they liked was Conan Gray's um, post about his new song. So, like, they only are talking with other big accounts. I think this is elitism on Twitter, <laughs> and it needs to be stopped.
1: <laughs> Yo, like, if you... This is how ridiculous the, their actual arguments sound. When you start putting it on like BTS and you start using the same rhetoric, then you understand how dumb it sounds. So this is why like we're tired of all these people talking about big accounts this and big accounts that because it's mostly untrue for like the majority of big accounts out here. And then for like small accounts because um, obviously like you said like the narrative has kind of changed where big accounts you know are sort of back to being you know just those cool big accounts that everyone follows and then small accounts are te- like they tend to get made fun of a lot now because of like some of them who are pretty much cloud chasing
0: yeah because like the desperation has kind of given um small accounts a bad name
1: yeah, because there was that like one meme um, that people made of that one person, that one small account who tweeted something like, I don't remember the specific wording of a tweet, but it was something like, small accounts don't tweet because we're afraid that we're gonna get like no engagement or something. It was like this really long winded paragraph on Twitter, and oh, like people, I, people, like,
0: people were like copying it, and like it, it became like a copy pasta um if you don't know what a copy pasta is it's like those um like paragraphs that like people will like that kind of become a meme and so then like people will just copy and paste it and it's just one big meme like an example would be um sometimes you'll see under artists like when they post like a song preview people will be like um do you hear this Mm. uh it sounds like song of the year or something um And, like, it'll be, like, usually something that's, like, really funny or misleading. But if someone tweets something that's, like, really ridiculous, people might turn it into a meme and, like, copy and paste it everywhere.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so it's been a meme, like, ever since. And um, uh, this is, like, I guess it was kind of, like, a taste of their own medicine where, like, people were just, like, clowning small, like, small accounts who tweet like that because they're kind of just sick of them like hating on big accounts but then wanting the same engagement. It's like, honey, that's not how it works.
0: <laughs> it's 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 really not. Um I think it just be so much easier. People just vibed, you know?
1: Mm. Yeah, just enjoy like we're all armies at the end of the day. Like we're just here chilling. Like there's no need for all this internal conflict, especially if it's for something as trivial as like follower counts. Like it just doesn't need to happen.
0: All right. Um, We also want to talk about there are a bunch of consequences we get when we do apply these stereotypes to small accounts and big accounts. Um, Big accounts, especially, have um, like, I feel like, because I see it happening to you a lot, is um, people will expect you to like Mm. have a voice on like everything. And if they don't see you tweeting about it, they assume, like, you're not doing your job as a big account or Mm.
1: something.
0: Um, Like, because that happened, um, people were saying you weren't spreading enough stuff about what was happening in Nigeria, even though I saw it, but I guess they didn't. And they don't know that you're doing stuff outside of Twitter. Um, Mm. But, like, people just assumed that you weren't doing enough as a big account.
1: Yeah, and it's, like, in that instance, like, I understood where, like, the frustration was coming from, because obviously, like, these people in Nigeria are quite literally fighting for their lives, and so, like, emotions were high, protests were going on at that moment, and, like, I understood where people's emotions were coming from, but at the same time, to see people call, like, say that, oh, I'm denouncing my ethnicity because I didn't tweet enough about the issue to their liking when I literally just found out about it. Because that particular weekend, I was pretty much like not on my phone most of the time. So I wasn't seeing like any of the trends. And obviously, like stuff that's happening in Nigeria, like takes longer to reach the US. So I didn't know about it as fast enough as other people who might either be in Nigeria and are seeing the trends or who follow more Nigerians than I do. So um, like that whole issue was like pretty, I guess frustrating for me because I didn't want to lash out at them because I understood where they were coming from. But like I just didn't want to put a hyper focus on the negativity at the time because it's like they were already dealing with so much, but for, I I just want, I wanted people to sort of understand that, like, I don't always see everything. I'm not always online. So just because you don't see me tweet about something doesn't mean that I don't care about that certain issue. Sometimes it might be that I'm away or maybe I'm even reading up on it myself. So I'm just at the moment boosting other people who know more about it, which was what I was doing at the time. Um, And yeah, you also don't know what these people are doing offline as well. Um, Because, you know, I was going to, you know, the vigils that were happening at the Nigerian embassy in D.C. Like I went with my family and like we were, you know, doing a lot of, you know, protests and stuff. So um, just don't assume what big accounts are doing. Don't assume that they're not doing their job or that they don't care because that's really disrespectful to put such inhuman standards on an account run by a human.
0: Yeah, I also feel like... um it's also important to note that like because big accounts are big it be it wouldn't be good to like have notifications on so like to be accused of like ignoring what people are saying being like I've asked you to tweet about this and you're ignoring it when like you you probably you have your notifications off so you probably just don't see it.
1: Yeah, that's another thing, because I have mentioned before on podcast episodes that my notifications for Twitter itself are muted, so I don't see anything that's going on on Twitter until I physically open the app to check myself, so stuff like notifications for like replies, uh, quote tweets, um, DMs, I don't see that until I open the app, so if I'm not uh, near internet or I just aren't near my fo- if I'm not near my phone, then I won't see anything, so... A lot of these people, you know, do give some big accounts a hard time for, like, you know, how soon they can respond to messages. And I think that's also unfair because, like, there are so many people who message us a day. And on top of that, like, a lot of big accounts don't have their notifications on. So you have to, like, be a lot more understanding that these people will probably take more time to see what you have to say just because of that, you know, because obviously when I was a smaller account, I had a lot less DMs and I would I would be more able to check them and reply to them in a manner that was much faster than I am now. So yeah, it does, you know, feel like there's a lot of pressure and burden on me to be quick with replies, even though, you know, I have a life outside of Twitter as well
0: yeah i feel like you know remember that like big accounts are usually um especially if it's an account like yours um and it's not like a fan base account there's usually one person behind it it's not Mm -hmm. a team of people like uh we share our podcast account so it's like both Mm -hmm. of us that can tweet on it But, like, when it comes to your account, it's just you. Like, yeah, you don't have a little intern to, like, keep you updated on everything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't have, like, any assistants running my account. Like, all of what I tweet and all of what I notice and respond to, that is just me and me alone. And so, yeah, it can be hard to keep up with it, especially because, like, for sometimes like I don't necessarily see some messages because like for example like with DM requests cuz my DMs are normally open um and I would get like a lot of DM requests that sometimes I won't see because like they're so buried in there that I like literally don't get notified cuz like if you if your DMs are open and like you have DM requests even though like there's notifications when you click on it um sometimes you have to like go to this extra extra message request area where it's like all these other messages that might not have shown up on the first Mm -hmm. one so then sometimes I do forget to check that and that's why I can sometimes miss a lot of messages so you know people might think that I'm ignoring them but like it's it's not me I'm not like deliberately trying to ignore anyone it's simply because I just haven't seen it
0: and like I feel like people um like, they might hear you complain and be like, oh, that's such, like, why are you complaining about engagement? Like, that's something everyone should want to achieve. But honestly, um, as I've seen your account grow, it attracts, it's more visible to solo stands and manties, and people can just, like, twist your tweets out of context. So, like, honestly... Um, I think it's okay for big accounts to have their complaints. Yeah, yeah, because people will be like, why would you complain about engagement? And it's like, because not all engagement is good.
1: Yeah, you're totally right. Not all engagement is good. And it's like, I really do enjoy talking to people. I love seeing different perspectives. But then, you know, when you have so many, like, when you have, like these toxic problematic factions of the fandom where even though it's not the majority of the fandom, they still have such a presence that they can literally take down accounts or like bully people off of Twitter. And once your account is visible to them, like if you make even like the most minor slip up, sometimes it isn't even a slip up. Sometimes it's like something on their part that's wrong. But if they take your tweets out of context, then they harass you. And, you know, it sucks seeing that in your DMs, because for people who've been following me for a long time, some of you guys have seen my encounters with solos and know how bad it's gotten for me. And, um, you know, those um, types of interactions with them have been like really mentally damaging at times. Obviously, it's not so bad now, but like the first time it ever happened, it was like in maybe December of last year. And that terrified me. Um, and like, literally even now, um, because of how many messages I got from solos that day that were like filled with horrible things like death threats and other types of stuff. It's gotten to a point now where if I look at my DMS, like even now, like if I look at my DMS and I see there's more than like 10 messages in my inbox, that actually spikes my anxiety. So it's gotten pretty bad for me.
0: Yeah, I really wish people just understood that, like, there are actual human beings behind accounts. Now, that doesn't mean, like, people aren't... shouldn't be open to criticism. Because, like, I'll criticize people all day. I love criticizing people. (laughs) Especially when my opinions are correct. (laughs) But... um, the whole like just like being completely insulting and you know death threats and you know just like completely invalidating um who you are as like a person whether it be mm-hmm. like your ethnicity or something it's just there's there's some lines that shouldn't be crossed
1: yeah like just Like, if you have any complaints about a big account, that's totally fine. Obviously, like, there's things that are inexcusable, as we've, like, mentioned in previous episodes, stuff like if somebody's being racist or homophobic or transphobic or, like, anything that's, like, really offensive along those lines, it is totally okay to, like, be angry at that, to try and, like, call them out and stuff. If you want to roast them, I mean, go ahead. My eyes will be closed. I will not be looking at that, but (laughs) I am
0: looking away.
1: (laughs) I pretend I do not see it. But if it's something that can be easily correctable or something that's even been misunderstood or misconstrued, um, going out of your way to harass somebody is not cool. Um, the like telling somebody to go die or to like, or other types of things that like try and encourage self harm or even suicidal like things like that should never be in anybody's mouth. You should never send that to anybody. And if you are, that is like seriously not cool. You need to stop that.
0: If you if you, you want to say it to someone's face.
1: Don't say it online. Don't say it
0: online. If you go through my account and you're like, hmm, that's a little harsh, would you say it to their face? I'm going to tell you, yes, I would. I would say (laughs) it to their face. I'll tell you that right now. So you can't come at me because if you're going to, like, be ridiculous and I'm going to call you out on it, I'll call you out on it to your face as well.
1: Yeah, like a lot of people, you know, obviously take advantage of the anonymity online to be sending things to other people that they normally wouldn't say if people knew who they were, knew their name, knew their face and all that. And I say that's like, that's so whack. Like at least be true to yourself and give criticism that you know you would give in real life. Don't be thinking that you're invincible online because that's the thing. A lot of these people are you like saying horrible things to other people online because they think they're invincible, but don't think that your IP address could not be tracked or that somebody will not find your information somehow. Because like suddenly you're getting an email from like your high school or your university and they're like, uh, we heard you had some problematic tweets that you posted and suddenly, whoop, there goes your scholarship.
0: Yeah, I don't think people, people like to, um, this is a, what I'm gonna talk about is the United States um, perspective uh, specifically because we have a first amendment that guarantees, one of the things it guarantees is freedom of speech
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: people try to take that a little bit too literally yeah Um, they're like oh you know it's a free country i can say what i want but that's not that's not what that means um if you say something on your twitter and like your job um let's say your workplace sees that and it's Mm -hmm. like oh that promotes like racism or like values that our company does not support we don't want you as an employee." They're completely legally able to terminate um, your job with them.
1: Yeah, they're totally free to do that.
0: Freedom of speech just means that, like, you're not going to get arrested if I um, say I hate Donald Trump on Twitter and tweet it. Like, the government can't come and take me.
1: Yeah, and also, like, I don't know if it's like a unwritten ruler in the subtext but also like the freedom of speech thing like for the amendments that we have in America I feel like it's totally fine to be able to have those rights the problem is when it is like infringing on or treading over somebody else's rights. Like you can't say freedom of speech, but then use that freedom to oppress others. Everybody should be able to free to express themselves how they want without having the fear of being oppressed. And that's also kind of what it's about. So for example, if you are saying something that is racist or homophobic or something, then that is infringing on people's rights to freedom of expression.
0: One thing, um, I can't remember um, who said this quote, but I, I saw it a lot um, over the summer um, amidst like the Black Lives Matter movement protests that were happening. And it was a quote that I really loved. And it said that the function of freedom is to free somebody else.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: if you are using your freedom of speech to oppress others, that's not you're using freedom incorrectly
1: yeah so exactly that so never use your freedom of speech to oppress or harass somebody else like that is not the whole point point. and then you know obviously like aside from like generalizing big accounts and consequences of that like there are also consequences of generalizing small accounts to be like chill or something like that because if you start like you know because sometimes what people do is people will be like oh, you know, a small account should stick together. Let's do follow for follow. But then you end up following, you know, some questionable people because you're not really checking to see the type of content that they post. You're more just following them because they're a small account just like you. So then that can also lead to some tricky pathways.
0: Yeah, I definitely see that. I might have done some of those, like, when I first started Twitter, just so I could get, like, something on my timeline. Mm. But, like, I would never do that now just because, like, I feel like even if I'm doing something where it's like, hey, I want more mutuals that like so-and-so, I would still go through the accounts to see if, like, I'm actually, like, good with their content because they might, maybe they might retweet, like, nice art or things they're into. But, like, the things they tweet themselves will be problematic, but you might not notice. So, a lot of small accounts can definitely. Um, I might have accidentally hit my mic just now. Sorry about that. (laughs) Um, but a lot of uh, small accounts can definitely cause trouble. So, I would definitely um, be cautious about um, following someone just based off their ratio.
1: Yeah, I've always found that quite strange. And, man, like, like you said, even like now. If I did, like, a follow for follow, it's like, what on earth? Like, that would just end in so much of a disaster, so no thanks. Like, if I want to follow somebody, then I would probably just, like, for example, let's say that maybe I wanted more fan art on my timeline. I would just put in, like, BTS fan art into the search engine and just look for artists who are making art. And if I scroll through somebody's account and I like what they're drawing, then that's why that's when I would hit follow. Or maybe if I see them on my timeline, then I can also decide to hit follow. I'm not going to just like follow random people just because because that ends up with a super cluttered timeline. And then you're going to regret it in the future when you have to figure out who you're supposed to follow and unfollow. Because that's why a lot of people have like, um, you know, unfollowing sprees that people do
0: Mm mm-hmm i personally though personally um i'm not a fan of unfollowing sprees um it kind of depends on how you do it if you just say oh i'm cleaning out my timeline that's fine but i really don't like when people are like i'm doing an unfollow spree like reply to keep the mutual because i feel like that can cause a lot of anxiety in some people And also, maybe not everyone is, like, on the timeline to see that.
1: Um, Oh, yeah, true. So,
0: like, they might not even see that you're doing an unfollowing spree. And some people can just, like, be, like, really vague. um, And that can, like, kind of, like, cause, like, make mutual, your mutuals anxious and stuff. So, I'm, like, not a big fan of unfollowing sprees when they're announced. Like, I'd be, like, if you're going to unfollow a bunch of people like just do it but that's just me.
1: Yeah, some people have different preferences for how they want to unfollow people. Some people do the unfollowing sprees and if it wasn't clear from our description from what we were saying, basically what an unfollowing spree is is that like people just like have a day where they unfollow a lot of people to sort of clear their timeline because it might be disorganized. Um and you know, I do see unfollow sprees, but actually not as much as before. But, um, yeah, for me personally, I don't really announce that I've, I'm unfollowing anybody. If I scroll through my following list and I see people that I want to unfollow, then I'll just do it. I don't really, like, tweet it out.
0: Yeah, usually what happens is, is like, I'll come across a tweet on my timeline. And I'll be like, um, what's this account again? And then, like, oh, if, like, if it's something questionable, I'll, like, go through their account And I'll be like, "Mm, maybe I shouldn't be following this person, and then, like, I'll unfollow.
1: Yeah, so there are, like, many different ways to do it. But, like, yeah, if you don't want to end up doing unfollowing sprees in the future, just be careful who you follow. Not everybody, you know, who's, like, for example, like, a small account. If you want, like, small Mm -hmm. accounts, like, if you guys want to follow each other, that's cool, but, like, also be careful because you might be following people with questionable content um, that you're not checking for.
0: I really wish, like, I could give um, more stories of, like, my, you know, wonderful times as a small account, you know, on this journey of being a small account. I don't know. I'm trying to make it sound pretentious. <laughs> um <laughs> But, like, I feel like big accounts get caught up in, like, the most drama while, like, small accounts, because they're small, kind of get to fly under the radar a little bit.
1: Oh, that's actually true. That's a good point to bring up because, um, for example, like, we were talking about um, trolls in, like, some previous episodes and, like, descriptions of what they might look like. Mm -hmm. Um, And as you'll see, a lot of them do have smaller accounts because obviously like I mean not every person who has a small account like is using it as a burner account but like the smaller your following is like the less likely people are going to see what you're tweeting because obviously with a small following and small followers list that means that like there's barely anybody who's actually seeing their tweets come up on their feed um and so like that really um is like kind of sucky because it means that there are a lot of people who are getting away with like saying really out of pocket stuff, but are not being noticed and they're not being called out by it. And then also if a big account happens to quote that person and, you know, calls them out, then, you know, sometimes the big account will face backlash because obviously their platform means that like now that they've given uh, exposure to that person that, you know that person will be, I guess, outnumbered by the people who are defending the big account. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of problems within that.
0: There's also, um, it's interesting how, like, um, even if a small account posts something that might not be that might not be problematic, um, usually if a big account were to post the same thing. It could reach more people and people could twist it to be problematic when it wasn't meant to be. So, like, I feel like I can get away with saying certain things more than you could because our followings are so different. So, like, I probably don't have to think as much before I tweet in comparison to you.
1: Oh, 100%. Like, nowadays, I tend to be so much more careful Because, like, I obviously know that it's not even, like, my followers that I'm worried about. I'm just worried about, like, solos who I know are problematic or mantis or something who will, like, twist my words, take them the wrong way. Because, naturally, my exposure means that, like, the second that I slip up or make a mistake, like, people are already on it. So um, because of that, you know, I naturally have to be a lot more careful with what I say and how I phrase certain things. Um, and, you know, as a big account, um, if there are any big accounts who are watching this, I think it's okay to be careful because it teaches you that like your words do have impact and, you know, there's always, you know, good in being careful with, you know, tweeting and stuff, because I've learned that there are a lot of things that don't actually need to be posted. And also, I've also learned that if I make a mistake, it's okay to delete certain things because a lot of people really are like very fussy about deleting tweets um some people don't like deleting tweets but i'm like look if you're wrong you're wrong like just delete the tweet it's okay because some people hold too much sentiment to what they post
0: yeah if i were to post something and like it just happened to blow up but it got a lot of like negative feedback i um even if it Even if it was harmless, I would still delete it anyway just to avoid, you know, um, people, like, coming into my mentions. Even, like, it doesn't matter if what they're saying is wrong. It's just, like, that negative attention is just, like, really mentally damaging. So there's kind of a point where, like, you shouldn't want to deal with it anymore.
1: Yeah, like, nobody's obligated to have to go through that. So, like, sometimes you're just going to have to suck it up, humble yourself, and, like, delete a tweet. It doesn't matter if it's blown up or anything. Like, you can easily, like, on ARMY Twitter, it is so easy to get clout compared to other fandoms and, you know, other types of communities. So there will be another time where you can get your 15 minutes of fame. It's not the end of the world if you have to delete, like, a tweet with a lot of engagement. So, yeah, that's definitely one thing that, you know, I have to keep more in mind compared to somebody with a smaller account.
0: And yet here I am being like Miss Clout Fairy retweet my tweet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, there's this joke in the group chat we're in that I'm the cloud Fairy because obviously like I'm the biggest account in that group chat. So like whenever like our friends are like tweeting something they just like send it to me and they're like "Clout fairy retweet my tweet
0: because like sometimes like i'll just be chilling and then i'll be getting a bunch of notifications and i'll be like what what goes on and then i'm like oh daisy retweeted me so of course (laughs) Um, and so like now in the group chat like if someone wants um their tweet uh to get retweeted by daisy they just send their tweet with uh fairy emoji (laughs) it's so funny
1: so now it's just become our inside joke so (laughs) it's funny
0: i guess it's not really inside anymore since we just announced it to everybody but
1: (laughs) it was (laughs) worth a try
0: it was worth it it's 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 really funny um but yeah i think the whole uh I don't know. It's just really interesting, this discourse with, like, big accounts and small accounts and, like, clout versus not having clout and, like, ratios and all of this. I just think, at the end of the day, it's, like, the content that's, like, most important to look at.
1: Yeah, it's, like, there's no need to be looking at people through their numbers. And I think reducing accounts solely to, like, the the number of followers that they have is, like, really, really dehumanizing for both big and small accounts because, again, these are real people who are behind these accounts, running these accounts, and, you know, who are, you know, who may or may not be putting out content. And to just be looking at them um, through the number of people who follow them, I think, can really be it makes it easier to cross lines and be disrespectful towards them. And I think that we should work to humanize other people to remember that, you know, these are real people with real emotions, that we should be careful what we say to each other and also learn how to be kind and respectful and understanding. Um, Because a lot of people, they don't want to do that because this is the internet. And, you know, it's sad that this even has to be a reminder to be kind and respectful.
0: I know. Um, Honestly, I don't expect the culture of the internet to, like, really become kinder uh, because that's maybe a little bit unrealistic of an expectation, but maybe if just 10 or 20 people listening to this can be a bit kinder, that's something.
1: Yeah, like, we're all here for the same purpose, to love and support BTS, so, like, you know, all these stereotypes and all this discourse between big and small accounts, like, this internal drama does not need to happen.
0: Yeah, it's 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 so stupid. Like, I think once you get past um, the phase of big accounts versus small accounts, like, you'll be able to vibe so much easier because you'll realize just, how, like, how stupid it is.
1: Yeah, because, like, you go to, like, BTS-related events, like, concerts and stuff like that, and it's, like, people aren't walking around with their, follower ca- with their follower count on their heads, like, so you just see people for the way they are as, like, a human being, and I think that's what really needs to be driven home, because people really do forget that, like, real people are using Twitter, Like, people just think that some big accounts are, like, bots or something. Sometimes for small accounts as well, depending on how small your account is. But, like, if you're just retweeting stuff, maybe people might forget that there's, like, somebody who's behind that who is doing the retweeting. So just make sure to remember that. Um, And, you know, hopefully if, if just a small handful of people can come away with a message to be I guess kind to one another. I think that's good enough for me because really, this episode was more just to rant about stuff rather than like provide a specific message.
0: Yeah, we don't have like really that much of a take. If I don't know, maybe you guys took something away from this, but like we didn't really have a goal in mind. Like, oh, this is what we want people to take away. Um, It's just more about us, I guess, voicing our thoughts as well as a nice little small decompressing as our anxiety is at its highest moment currently.
1: Yeah, I've just been keeping eye on like, election results. Oh my god, like... it's, it's 240,
0: 248 versus 214. I'm looking at it right now.
1: Same, I have the top up. I haven't closed the tabs. since Michigan's yesterday. Michigan's gonna be
0: blue. It's 99% reporting right now.
1: Oh, um, thank god.
0: But all we need is... It's just Nevada, and then Nevada's projected to be blue. And There's only an AK that's...
1: Case, and that's scaring me.
0: I know. And if it does stay, then, we've, then we
1: then barely One. made it. That's literally, that, like...
0: That's, that's exactly what it takes to get 270. <laughs>
1: yeah, literally, exactly. So, like, we would be scraping by the skin of our teeth, so...
0: I'm, like, staring at this map almost in tears. <laughs> I'm, like... <gasps>
1: yeah we're very stressed so we needed this we needed to rant not not every episode has to have a deep message sometimes we just need to talk about stuff and then you know just close the chapter
0: yeah I know the fact that this is um like we spent like an hour just talking about (laughs) this
1: even yeah it i was, was like good. this
0: might be like 30 40 minutes nope never is <laughs> and there
1: is we always say that's the thing like we always have this running gag where we think that there would be some episodes that like are maybe gonna take for 30 or 40 minutes but then these days like it always takes at least an hour but i mean more content for you guys i guess so i, I suppose <laughs> you're not complaining
0: that is true but like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that um, wraps up everything. Um, let's see. Don't generalize. You know, be nice. Um, mm. Kindness is. Uh, I'm trying to think of like some quote or something. Uh, I don't know. What's the golden rule? Treat others how you want to be treated.
1: Ah, uh, yes. yes In the I'm words going, of. I'm going
0: back to, I'm going back to preschool, kindergarten here. <laughs>
1: the words of every preschool teacher and I think maybe Jesus Christ himself.
0: Did you have it, like, did you ever have that, like, on the wall of your, like, kindergarten and preschool classroom? Oh my sure gosh, yes. Had, I'm pretty sure I had, like, the three golden rules, but I do not even remember the other ones. I just remembered the first
1: one. Yeah, if you're in kindergarten, they always have, like, the rules up on, like, a, a colored poster on the wall or something. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh...
0: Public school is kind of crazy. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, uh, this will be coming out, um, either like mid end of November, beginning December, something.
1: Yeah, I think. So. Yeah, I think maybe like, like middle middle so December. By the time
0: this comes out, B is probably out. So um, keep streaming. Um, I hope it's a banger um, I'm speaking to like future us um, because <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not the it's, it, it's only the fourth year but um, yep enjoy B. keep streaming that and um, we will see you guys in the next episode
1: yep bye for now talk with army is written and edited by daisy and delilah who you can find on twitter at nijazier329 that is at N-A-I-J-A-0329 and Adorable Trap at A-D-O-R-A-B-1-E-T-R-A-P. You can also follow our official podcast Twitter at Studio underscore 090713. That's at S-T-U-D-I-O underscore 090713. The thumbnail art was commissioned by Rafa, who can be found on Twitter at RKDraws. That's a r e. K A Y underscore D R A W S. Stay tuned for a preview of the next episode. Or they win a lot of awards, but the reason why they win those awards is because they have the metrics to back up, you know, all that success. Because people are forgetting that it's not just online voting that is what decides the winner. Because online voting only counts for such a small part. People forget that what actually wins people the awards is the impact that they have in terms of sales and streams. And if obviously your numbers are not competing, then you don't win. So to say that they win too many awards, it's like, like, how does that make sense? Say, like, of course they're winning yeah, awards. To say in
0: 2020, the general public in Korea doesn't like BTS is just enough. enough. This is not 2016 anymore. You guys need to move on and wake up.